0: On you guys, let's give it up for all of the moms in here today. Man, I don't know about you guys, but I love Mother's Day as an opportunity to celebrate moms because I feel like my mom in my own life has been one of the single greatest influencers of who I am today. And I'm so thankful for moms that speak life and encouragement into their kids, and so moms, this morning, we celebrate you. I don't think I've ever met a mom that doesn't like coffee, so I love what, you know, he said there. I'm like, yes, I'm not even a mom, and I love coffee, but sometimes I feel like TJ's my kid, so... Maybe that's why I have to drink coffee a lot. But anyways, my name is Shayla. I am actually Pastor TJ's wife, and I'm excited to get to bring to you guys a message here this morning that God has really been kind of unfolding in my own life and teaching me and kind of encouraging me in. But before I do that, I know that Mother's Day is a time of celebration, and it's a time where we can encourage moms and celebrate them for who they are. But Mother's Day is also a difficult time for a lot of people. It's a difficult time for a lot of people that may have experienced some unmet expectations in life, or maybe you've experienced the loss of somebody that you love dearly. And this morning, I would love to just open up service and just a time of prayer to pray for the moms in here and maybe those that aren't quite in that place where they're feeling encouraged this morning. So, will you guys join with me in prayer. Father God, we just come before you and we thank you, Lord, that. You're the one that can bring encouragement and life and hope in our circumstances. And Lord, I lift up every single mom that's in here today, no matter what place that they find themselves in, a place of joy and strength, or maybe in a place where they just need rest and encouragement. Lord, I ask this morning that you would just breathe new life in them today. And God, for those of of us that may be experiencing some things in life that are unmet, or maybe we've experienced loss or disappointment, God, I just ask that this morning would be a time of encouragement, a time of refreshing, a time where you can just breathe new life into our situation, Lord, and that we can walk out of this place more encouraged than when we walked in. Lord, I pray that the words that I speak today would be words of truth and words of life, Lord God, words that we can grab hold to whatever situation we're in and whatever circumstances we find ourselves in, that you would use me this morning to communicate your truth, And it's in Jesus' name that I pray, amen. Well, how many of you guys have ever felt like in life that you don't really have what it takes? Four, okay, a few more of you. I I might be in the right crowd. So I feel like constantly in life that I am facing circumstances and situations and moments that I am just not equipped for. And I don't know about you, but I look around and I look at other people's lives and I think, man, they really have it together, they really have it together, they really have it together and I don't. Or I scroll through my Instagram feed or my Facebook feed and I see all of these people that are going on these awesome dates or having Pinterest parties with their kids, those crafty moms or like the people that woke up looking beautiful and I'm like, man, Their whole life seems like it's amazing. And all I see is my insecurities and my failures and my fears and all of the things, that internal thing that continues to play over and over and over again in my head. But I look at other people and I see the highlights of their life. I see the good things that they put on. But I see all of the things in me that are messed up or that are disappointing or that I can't get right And I think so many times in life we begin to compare our life to other people's lives. We compare our circumstances to other people's circumstances. We compare our kids to other kids or our marriage to other marriages or the single person's journey to this person that's now married. It doesn't matter what it is. We walk through life so many times and we begin to compare ourselves among ourselves, And we look around and we think, well, if I could just be like that person— then my life would be successful. If I could just be as crafty as she is, then I would be a successful mom. If I could just have the job or the finances that he has, then I would feel like I've done something right in my life. And we just begin to compare ourselves among ourselves. I'm gonna invite Pastor Steve up for just a minute. I'm gonna use him as an illustration. But so many times we look around at other people's lives and we just play the comparison game over and over and over again. And so how many of you guys can see that Pastor Steve and I are different people? Okay. Now, Pastor Steve is 6'6", and he's a dude. And I am 6, I mean 6. I wish I was 6. I am five foot three. And I'm a chick. Now, if I look at Steve and I think, man, if I could just be more like Steve, then I would be successful. This is what success looks like. And we begin to compare ourselves among ourselves. Now, how many of you guys know, as hard as I try, I am never going to be Steve. Okay, I'm never going to be as tall as he is. I'm never going to be a guy. Like, there's a lot of different things. But I can try so hard to be Steve because I think that's what success is. And, you know, Steve might have this journey in life that I'm looking at and going, man, if I could just walk that like Steve does if I could just have this marriage like Steve does or if I could just have the finances that Steve does and I begin to compare myself and so Steve's walking this journey of life and we're all walking, stop Steve. We're all all walking this journey in life and if I try to look at Steve's life and, and his journey and think I want to be more like him and if in my five foot three stride, I try to walk like Steve's six foot six stride. It's gonna be really difficult for me to get somewhere in life. But this is what we constantly do. We begin to look at other people's lives and the person that God created somebody else to be and we try to walk in their stride. We try to do what they do. And how many of you guys know, if I try to walk in Steve's stride for too long, I wore the wrong shoes, then I'm going to end up worn out, tired, I'm going to quit, and I'm going to be discouraged. But there is so many of us that walk through life looking at other people who are not the same as us. They don't have the same circumstances. They don't have the same kids. They don't have the same marriage. And we constantly look at their life, and they think, if I could just have their stride, then I would be successful. And it's a comparison game that never ends well. Thank you, Steve. But the reality is, is that there's so many of us walking through life, looking at other people, thinking that if we just had the life they have, if I just had the finances they had, I just had the relationship they have, and we're trying to keep up with a pace and a stride that God never created for us. See, God created me to be five foot three, not six foot six. And if I try to walk through life with a six foot six stride, I promise you there will come a time where I will be so discouraged and so disappointed that I will end up giving up. And there's some of you guys in here that you've been playing the comparison game for a long time. And right now you're tired and you're weary and you're discouraged. And I believe that today that God wants to speak something into your life through a story in the Bible of somebody that I think can relate to every single one of us in those types of circumstances. And it's a guy named Joshua. Now Joshua was taking over for an incredible leader named Moses. Now Moses was like this stud leader, the dude that got it right every single time. I mean, he was like hearing from God constantly. Moses was the guy who rescued the children of Israel out of slavery and out of Egypt and was beginning to lead them through the wilderness into the promised land. And on that journey, some pretty incredible things happened under Moses' leadership. Now, when he rescues the children of Israel out of slavery, out of Egypt, he's leading them on this journey and there's this army that's pursuing behind them. And they get up to what the, the Red Sea and he's got the Israelites behind him and the enemy behind them and they're coming up against him and they get to this roadblock and Moses and the incredible leader and the credible faith he has, all he does is step in the Red Sea and it parts and the Israelites walk across the street across the street, across the sea, on dry land. And as soon as the enemy hits the bed of that body of water, it crushes in on them and kills them. Now, under Moses' leadership, they're walking through the wilderness, they're journeying through the wilderness. And under his leadership, every single day, God rains food from heaven to feed these people. That's never happened to me. I, I mean, craziness with Moses as the leader and so Joshua is stepping in and he has to follow Moses and I can imagine he's much like you and I as he's looking at Moses's life and going if I could do that that would be great if I could just be like Moses if I could just lead like Moses if I could just walk the journey that Moses walked man then I would be successful But the problem is Joshua isn't Moses. Joshua is Joshua. And God has created him to lead the Israelites to a different place in a different season. See, Moses, God used to lead them through the wilderness. But Joshua, God is going to use to lead them into the promised land. And he needs a different set of leadership. And God needs Joshua, not Moses to lead them through this season. But I can imagine Joshua has all of these thoughts going on inside of his head thinking, man, I'm not Moses, I'm not good enough. What if, what if God doesn't show up and do these things? What if, what if the food stops raining from heaven? What if, and all of these things are just plaguing him inside? Much like us. Those voices that continue to play over and over in our head just telling us we're not good enough, we're not worthy. Maybe your kid is going the direction that they're going, and that's all because of you, or your marriage is here all because of this, or, you know, all of these things that just continue to plague our thoughts. But see, Joshua, God needed him to be Joshua. And I think that there's a few things that we can learn from this story and a few things that we can begin to apply to our life, and there's a common theme throughout this story that I think is relevant to your life and it's certainly relevant to my life. And over and over and over again in his story, there's this common phrase that's being spoken. And it's this, over and over and over again, Joshua is told, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. And I don't know what you're dealing with today. I don't know what your circumstances are today. I don't know what you stepped in here with today, but I know that God wants to tell you, be strong and courageous. And so over and over and over again in Joshua is this theme, be strong and courageous. And I think this continues to play out in Joshua's life because of this. It takes a lot of courage just to stand in, the, in your own shoes, to be who God made you to be, not to be somebody else, but to just own who you are and to be confident in it. It takes a lot of courage to do that. And it says to be strong. Why? Because it knows We're going to face difficulty. We're going to face challenges. We're going to come up against things that we have no idea how to deal with. And we need to hear a voice that says, be strong. Keep moving forward. You got this. You can do it. Be strong and courageous. Just own who you are. Stop trying to look at somebody else or be somebody else or looking at somebody else's circumstance and be strong and courageous in who you are. And I think we all need to hear that today. Be strong and courageous. And it continues to repeat over and over and over. And I want to unpack kind of some of the different contexts that this is communicated in the story of Joshua. Because I think we need the same progression in our own life. We need this progression in our own life. It kind of shows us where we need to gain encouragement from to do the things that God wants us to do. And so we're going to pick up the story in Deuteronomy 31, 7 through 8, and it says this. And I want you guys to notice who is talking in these verses. Who is saying, be strong and courageous. So it says, then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him, so Moses is saying this to Joshua. In the presence of all of Israel, be strong and courageous. For you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors to give them. And you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And then he says, do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. So Moses is speaking this to Joshua and he says, listen, be strong and courageous. I know your circumstances might seem void of God right now. I know, I know you might be walking through a season where you're like, where is God? God, I need you. And it says he is with you. And he says, do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. And so one of the first times we see this play out in Joshua's life is somebody else telling him to be strong and courageous. And here's what I see beginning to play out in these verses. And the first thing is this, is we need good people around us to speak encouragement to us. We need people in our life that are gonna stand there and lock arms with us in the difficult moments and the seasons that we're doubting ourselves, and the challenges of life in the difficulties of parenting and all of those spaces and to stand next to us and say, listen, I know it's hard right now, but be strong and courageous. You have what it takes. Be strong and courageous. So Moses tells Joshua, and we need people in our life that represent encouraging relationships People that can come alongside of us and cheer us on. See, the comparison game is so difficult sometimes when we're trying to walk the stride of somebody else where what it really should be is I'm standing here going, go, Steve, you can do it, you got this, this is your journey. Be strong and courageous, keep going. And him doing the same thing for me. Instead of trying to mimic or do what somebody else does, we need people in our life to encourage us to be who God created us to be. Because in isolation is where the enemy speaks loudest. And he begins to bring the voice of a discouragement, which is why Moses tells Joshua here, don't be afraid and don't be discouraged because he's been there. He knows the voice of the enemy that says you can't do it. You're not good enough. You don't have what it takes. That dream that you had, it's not. it can't move forward from here. That child that you think is beyond repair, they are. And they know that the voice of the enemy continues to speak loudest when we're isolated. And we need people in our life to come alongside us and to speak encouragement to us. It's important to have people in our life that challenge us and encourage us and motivate us. And I know you guys probably think, well, as leaders, pastors, you guys have it all together. I'm going to tell you a secret. Steve doesn't. TJ doesn't. I'm the only one. The only one. But we as leaders, it, it, we aren't exempt from the lies of the enemy. You know, the, the enemy just constantly speaks over and over again. I can tell you that as a leader, I'm, I'm super insecure I have one of the greatest fears of failure in my own life. I think that I'm not going to be good enough, that I'm not going to have the right words, that somebody's going to misunderstood me and leave the church, or somebody. There's this fear of failure that is constantly underlying that dictates so much of what I do, which is why it is so important to have people around you to speak encouragement to you to help you keep going. You know, just this last week, I went to speak at an event in Sarasota, and I was in the hotel room the day before, and I'm not going to lie to you, the enemy was just bad. He was just going to town in my brain. He was like, Shayla, they don't don't want to hear what you have to say. They don't know you. They're not going to listen. What do you have to speak to them that they need to hear? You need to change your whole message. This isn't relevant. Just constantly like this tape playing over and over again. It's like, how do I shut this off? It's just these negative words over and over again. But luckily, I had someone that was with me. I had a friend that was with me. Her name's Jessica, Jessica Baxter. If you know her, she's one of the greatest encouragers there is. And she was with me that day and she just kind of looked over with me and I think she could see the wheels turning in my head and she goes, what's going on? And I was like, man, I don't... Maybe I could still back out of this. I really, maybe I made a mistake by saying that I would do this. I, don't, I really don't feel like I have anything to, to communicate and they don't know me. I don't even know if they're gonna like me or, and I just start voicing out loud these things and she looked at me and she goes, Shayla, you have exactly what they need to hear. Stop questioning the thing that is God has placed in your heart and you need to go out there and you need to do this. And I was like, yeah. I could do this. And it just started to rise up in me. And it went great and everything went well, but the enemy likes to bring discouragement. We need people in our life that can speak encouragement to you. It is so important. But how many of you guys know somebody can tell you something all day long, but until you believe it for yourself, it really doesn't matter. So TJ could tell me all day long Shayla, you're beautiful. I love you, all of these things. But until I believe that for myself, for me, it's just words that I hear. Now, I need him to speak those words. I need people in my life to speak encouragement, but I need something greater, and that's to believe it in here. And there's some of us that need to move to this next progression because Moses begins to tell Joshua, be strong and courageous. you got this. I believe in you. He's like his cheerleader, his mentor. But then Moses dies and Joshua has to step into that leadership place and I can imagine even more the voices in his head that it's plaguing him. Oh, now Moses is gone. The people aren't gonna respect you. You know what? That kid, they're just, they're too far gone. That business dream, that idea that you had, you've jacked it up too much. It's never going to happen. You know what? That marriage, you just need to end it. It's at the end. Just, Just don't even worry about it. And there's things that begin to play over and over and over in our heads. So Moses is gone person that encouraged Joshua the most so here's what happens and this is the next step and I think it's it's so important so God steps in and he begins to speak into Joshua's life and so what happens is in Deuteronomy 31:23 it says the Lord gave this command to Joshua son of Nun, be strong and courageous for you will bring the Israelites into the land I promised them on oath and I myself will be with you Joshua 1, 5 through 9, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because I will lead these people to inherit the land that I swore to their ancestors to give them. And then he keeps going, be strong and very courageous. It's like Joshua was hard headed, and he just keeps keeps repeating it. Be careful to obey the law of my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips and meditate on it day and night so that you will be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? And he says it again, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Man, God just over and over and over, in a short passage of Scripture, God says it to Joshua four times. It's like telling something to your kid in the matter of five minutes. Go clean your room. Go clean your room. Go clean your room. go clean. Like over and over and over again. Why? Because Joshua probably forgets it in a moment he probably starts playing those negative thoughts back in his head and God has to go, no, 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 Joshua, look right here again. Be strong and courageous. Don't let that keep playing out in your head. Be strong and courageous. And why does God continue to repeat this over and over and over again? Because while we need to hear it from others, it really doesn't make a difference until we really believe it ourselves, And God wants to bring encouragement in you today. See, and I think so many of the times this is an area that we neglect. We need to hear it from other people. We need to find encouragement from other people. But some of us have lost the fact that we can hear it from God. And so many times, we don't even know how to do that. Some of you might be saying, that's great, Shayla, but how do I hear the voice of God that brings that hope and that strength and that encouragement? What do I do? You know, recently, I was actually in a really bad place in my own life. Over the past couple weeks, just struggling with negative thoughts and Just difficult things in my own life of the enemy just trying to say, Sheila, do you really think you can do this forever? Do you really think that you have what it takes? I think you're tired. I think you're failing in a lot of different areas. And this tape just began to play over and over in my head to the point where I was sitting down with TJ and I was in tears going, TJ, I, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can keep, keep going like this because this tape was just playing over and over again. And I, one day last week on Monday, I actually went and I sat at the beach and I brought my Bible. And this is all in the middle of preparing a message. And the enemy's saying, see, you don't have it together. How are you going to go communicate to people? And so I sit down and I just begin to start reading the story of Joshua again. And it's like when I picked up God's word, he began to speak to me again and said, Shayla, be strong and courageous. You got this. I haven't left you. I'm right here beside you. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Be strong and courageous. And here's what I realized in that moment: be strong and courageous is a choice. It's not just something that we feel or that we walk in all of the time. It's a choice that we make. And God wants to speak those things in us, and he wants to do it through reading the Bible through his word. You know, there are so many things that the word speaks to our situation, our circumstances, and so many of us desperately want to hear God speak. But I'm going to tell you, he's already speaking. All you have to do is open it up and begin to read. The, the Bible says that this is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. You want to know what step to take, what journey? Look at this. It says it is life to those that find it. And when I sat on that beach and I began to read, it's like life began to enter back in. And it's even in the story of Joshua where he says, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Always keep this present in your life because I want to speak to you. I want to encourage you. And God always encourages. Why, he, why does he continue to say, don't be afraid and don't be discouraged? Because he knows that that's the voice of the enemy in your life. So we have to read the Bible, but we also have to Pray. And Joshua, says, meditate on it day and night. You know, when I was in that situation, I had to say, Lord, your word says be strong and courageous. Lord, can you help me get to that place? Because I don't feel it. I don't see it. I don't really even feel like I'm experiencing it right now. But Lord, can you help me be strong? Can you help me be courageous? Can you help me keep moving forward? Listen, God already knows your situation. He already knows the disappointments. He already knows the failures. He already knows all of those things. And what he wants you to do is bring those things to him and say, I can't do this. Lord, I need your help. So we have to read and we have to pray, but we also have to act. See, be strong and courageous is something that we do. It's something that we walk in. And we can sit in church services and we can read God's word and we can hear people stand up here and communicate the truth of God's word and that gives us great knowledge. But knowledge doesn't change us. The application of the knowledge does. And I don't know what circumstance you find yourself in. I don't know know what situation you're in right now or discouraging moments, but I know That God wants to speak encouragement in you. That he wants you to believe in the person that he's created you to be. He wants you to own that person. To not walk around comparing your journey to somebody else's journey. And he wants to tell you who you are and speak encouragement inside of you and say, Sister, be strong and courageous. Businessman, be strong and courageous. Dad, be strong and courageous. Mom, be strong and courageous. Single person, wherever you're walking right now, be strong and courageous. See, he speaks life and encouragement. And Joshua now is getting to this place where it's been said over and over and over again in his life that he starts to believe it. He starts to puff up his chest and he starts to walk around and he starts to live a strong and courageous life. And it begins to pour out of him because he's made this choice over and over and over again. And so Joshua believes that he can be strong and courageous and then he begins to tell other people about it. And when you go from just hearing it to believing it in you, then it can begin to flow through you. And God wants to speak encouragement through you today. See, the work that God does in you is also meant to flow through you to encourage other people. See, if you check out later in the book of Joshua, now it's Joshua talking to the Israelites. And listen to what Joshua says to them. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Be strong and courageous. See, he's on the other side and he's standing there and he goes, I've been in your shoes. I've sat in your seat. I've sat in the place of disappointment or of failure, of unmet expectations. I've been there before. And let me just tell you just be strong and courageous. just keep going. Don't get discouraged. Just keep going. And I think God wants to speak that to some of you guys today. He wants you to know that you need people in your life that can speak encouragement to you. He wants to speak encouragement in you so that you can get to the place where encouragement begins to flow through you to other people. And there is nothing that you can walk through or no difficulty that you can't face that God can't take what the enemy meant for good, for bad, and turn it to good. It's the story of my life. So many times there's been abuse or unmet expectations in my life or diagnoses or, you know, whatever it may be. And I've always said, God, I refuse to allow these things to be things that have happened to me. But I wanna allow you to flow through me so that other people can experience encouragement and hope in their situation. Will you guys bow your heads and close your eyes? Maybe there's some of you guys out there that you've been living in comparison. And that comparison has maybe led to some disappointment or discouragement in your life. And you're at a place where you're feeling discouraged or weak or maybe afraid. And today you're saying, man, I need to make a choice to be strong and courageous. If that's you, will you slip up your hand? We'd love to pray for you today. Yes, 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 yes. All over the place. Pastor Steve, will you pray for them?